It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. I'm and after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Here on Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, Eric Shine, Eric Shine, Eric Shine, Eric Shine. We'll be talking about uh, corruption and administrative law. You know, focus on people behind this corruption and so on. Eric and I have uh, go back years. We've talked a lot about, you know, where administrative law has come from. You know, where to come from. How's it affecting us? How are they using it? They, they always got something written down, some rule that says they can. You know, well, how can they? Because they, they wrote it down. They told you what they're going to do. And then um, um, executive order. Yeah, 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 that's the ticket. So there's, a, a, you know, a lot of connections that go back to they, them, those that, you know, Eric wants to share with us. I, I, I want to hear what new he has to say. And uh, we got some new people on, you know, the telly telling us what's up. And uh, I'm just like, who are these people? They just, you know, one after another. You know, one thing, Eric, I, I want you to get to comment on before I let you monologue us, is that um, this is this operating procedure that I see that goes on. Klaus Schwab will always be on some stage in a chair, next to a chair, next to a young person that's probably no more than 25 to 35, around in there. They'll Get the lighting on them. It's all dark black background, and then they uh, they you know have a conversation where he gets to say how he's going to rule us, and it's inevitable, and resistance is futile, and the future is Boy. going to be whatever. And it just seems so staged. It's like one of those infomercial interviews of the guy, but there's more. You know, I mean, it's um, I. I feel like I'm being manipulated and the people that create these media and environments for them to be able to tell us what they're going to do to us and um, uh, seem kind of staged and I'm going, okay, but staged by whom, you know, what, what, what are you feeling over the last year? This stuff that it definitely on purpose, who's doing it? Why to what end? Go, man. Tell me everything Eric Shine knows. Well, from everything I know, everything I've been through, every everyone that I've been up against in, you know, trying to protect and uh, I don't want to say save myself, but uh, stand against what they were trying to and did do to me, 
uh, and seeing what they're going to do to others, it's been the British, German, royal crown families of Europe. And I mean, you know, the Habsburgs, if you want to trace it to that line, uh, the, the Windsors are Habsburgs. They're related to George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush. And there's important points on that that get into the North American Union and Kissinger and Greenspan and Colin Powell and yada, yada, yada. To me, one of the most important things that they're all connected through is not only getting knighted by the crown, but also being members of the Council on Foreign Relations. And if you look at who Ian Fleming was, who wrote the Bond series, he was a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. And I believe that he modeled Spectre on the Council on Foreign Relations. That was also started by Cecil Rhodes, who was a British Lord. He was a Mason and he loved how the Jesuits did what they did in the past and took over nation states and did it under the cover of religion. Well, let's get people kind of up to speed on uh, your experiences with these guys and you know, stuff. So, well, real quick, one, yeah, one real is, quick. is Archie Morgan the fourth. He went to my academy to Kings Point and George W. Bush and others were involved in it where in 2000, well, prior to that, in 2000, 2001, I had filed federal lawsuits against a number of the shipping companies, American President Lines, Matson, which goes back and forth between the Hawaiian Islands. And they're both tied into all of this, the Money Trust and more and the Roosevelt's and the Kennedy's and yeah, these, you know families that are tied to and connected to the crown and as an important point which goes into all of this the the british empire or the crown or rome which is all connected they spent 600 years in taking over england so these people are they're they're they don't care how long it takes they will do whatever is necessary to convert a country, a people, a kingdom, or a republic into and under. And that gets into administrative law because administrative law is unconstitutional. It's a prerogative law. It's a kingly law. It's rules, not law. It's where the executive branch is making rules that are then enforced as law, which also gets into... Uh, creation of NAFTA under George H.W. Bush that Clinton pushed and the North American Union under the SPP, the Security Prosperity Partnership, W. Bush signed and pushed forward and that President Trump tried to at least put a hand up and or nix or back down on and protect the nation state through the creation of or the signing of the USMCA, which is the United States, Mexico, and Canada, not the North American Union, which is what came from the SPP. So I don't know if that, you know, long and short, but I came up against these guys in federal court and they got the Coast Guard to, through administrative law, filed charges against me for being depressed. And it was in courts for 14 years. And they absolutely destroyed me and tried to make sure that I could not get out word about and I, I, I 
started calling into Alex Jones, uh, even Republic Broadcasting Network with John Statmiller back in the early 2000s. Yeah, we got a bad signal. You still there, Eric? Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we got, we got, you know, we're out in the oh. boonies. Yeah, that's why, you know, we're limited on the shows that we can do when, you know, and we're here working on the bus and everything, but we want to get Eric in as soon as possible because this is, um, what's happening is um, the culmination of a plan and they're, they're doing it and how they get to, you got to position the pieces and there's resources that need to be put in certain places. People need to be in certain places and positions. Positions need to be created so somebody can be in them. You know, this has been a lot of the stuff that's going on. Who's going to generate the paperwork? You know, I, I tell you, the movie Valkyrie with uh, Tom Cruise is very instructive here. The whole point of that, there was a order in Nazi Germany that should something happen to the high command or the Fuhrer, there was a plan. There was a thing that was going to, you know, be instituted. Who's going to get the power to do what and yada, yada, yada. Well, they, the plan was is they were going to assassinate um, Hitler. They tried to with the bomb up at, I don't know where it was, Eagle's Nest, somewhere they had some retreat. And if they get them... Then, then what happens? How do you grind down the war machine? Who does the, uh, you know, um, yeah, I guess we lost him. Come over here, Donna, and go ahead and get Eric back. The um, So what would happen is when you had a break in command, there was a structure, there was a, a method by which. Right, yeah, we got you. There was a yeah. method. Uh, we're going to go ahead and not do our video, take our videos off and we'll run okay. with the slide thing on the recording. The, uh, the bandwidth's not there. The, uh, so in the movie Valkyrie, it was, um, uh, the whole point was when you break the top command, there was a structure, a plan B, a, an example of what would take over. And they had to create this structure. Well, they wanted to hijack that structure, assassinate Hitler and friends. And then all of a sudden, this protocol be enacted and, you know, they'd be able to wind the war down and be done. Well, this is the opposite of, the, well, you know, same kind of crap, the structures there, but they're trying to trigger, you know, automatic processes that when something happens, they got the structure in place to be able to continuously, you know, uh, go on and produce whatever results that Con they want. Continuity of government. Yeah. You know, crap like that. I mean, it's everything. So what they do is that, you know, this January 6th thing was just a psyop mindset. They can do it. They want to do it. They're going to do it. Oh, my God, we're going to have to do something. And they're setting us up and moving pieces around. And a large part of that was, um, yeah, go ahead and take your video off. Turn your video off. The um, And a large part of that was administrative law or executive orders or, you know, all kinds of stuff to position us in a place that when they pulled the trigger, a bunch of dominoes would fall. And one of the things that they were looking for in Valkyrie is they had to get a document. They had to get, 
you know, some order that would be triggered that would pass down. That's what we're being set up for. That's what's happening. That was what. So the administrative law that uh, Eric uncovered and went through and pulled the thread on, and now it goes back to whatever. It doesn't matter if they, you know, find we'll a way see. to do it. They're going to do it. So they're doing it. And I'm going, okay. So Eric comes to mind. All right. How are they doing? I mean, it's just it's just generating a piece of paper, you know, with a name on top, you know, on an official with a seal of whatever, which doesn't really mean anything. You know, I got, you know, the uh, stories going up today. They're talking about, you know, there's there's not really an order. There's not really an executive order that has any validity on a, a bunch of stuff. They're not really there. So I'm going, okay. Um, so what comment on what I just said, how is it that they're, um, positioning us up for what, when you could see it coming before, and this is what we had talked about. And you're like something wicked this way is coming, you know, tie the two together. What, what's happened? What we can, can we expect? Well, administrative law is prerogative law. It's kingly law. It's, it's not law, it's rules. And that's why they call them rulers because they use rule. This went on in uh, medieval Europe in the 1500s to where they could basically tell you by rulemaking what you had to wear. And if you didn't wear it, they could actually prosecute you, charge you for that, prosecute you for that, and take away your life. I mean, that's how serious it is to where there's no written, to the point now where Biden, instead of having executive orders that are written and people can challenge somehow through the courts, which isn't, really possible you saw what happened to president trump where he was denied access to the courts uh, whether you like him or not whether you're on his side or not whether you support him or not every especially the president of the united states and that should be a, a a warning to people that if he cannot get into court to have things uh resolved civilly we're in a really bad place to where the court and this gets into road scholarship Bill Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar. He's a member on the Council on Foreign Relations. Four, if not now five, with Amy Coney Barrett, are members of the Council on Foreign Relations on the Supreme Court to where this foreign royalist secret society called the Council on Foreign Relations that was started by Cecil Rhodes has seized control. Joe Biden is a member on the Council on Foreign Relations. So is his Secretary of State. Uh, Lloyd Austin, he's a member on the council. And so is Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Chelsea Clinton now, uh, Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld. They're all members of a secret society that are proponents for royalism. Kings and queens and guillotines, not for an independent republic, not for the nation state. They are trying to bring us back into, and I've been saying this for a very long time, 15, 20 years or so or more is they're trying to reinvigorate and recreate the United Kingdom worldwide to where it's a system of kingdoms where it's unelected. It's by, you know, dynastic rule or bloodline or lineage. And it has nothing to do with merit, uh, with, you know, protecting and defending the people of a nation state is to dissolve nation states and to create like, you know, Klaus Schwab is the big proponent of uh, one world government. And he was, he was actually mentored by Henry Kissinger 
Henry Kissinger was knighted by the crown, a member on the Council on Foreign Relations. I say he was, you know, he was born in Austria, where Hitler came from. He not only mentor, he was born in Austria, but moved to London and was raised to an age and educated and then came. Not the only one we have been, you know, the Council on Foreign Relations was formed in 1921, but uh, one of the founding members or two of the founding members, John Dulles and Alan Dulles, their grandfather was the individual who was the Secretary of State of the United States that seized Hawaii. And they didn't seize that for the United States or for the benefit of the Hawaiians. They seized it for the British Crown. And it's the British Crown that's coming in and taking over and placing their people within the United States to now move us into and and basically capture and turn us into the North American Union. Kamala Harris is going to the border the southern border of the North American Union between Mexico and Guatemala, not between Mexico and the United States. What? Okay, say yeah. that part again. Guatemala, you know, what the, you the southern border is now between the southernmost part of Mexico. Okay, okay, okay. In between Guatemala and Mexico, rather than in between Mexico and the United States, because with the SPP, and they're pushing this, even though Trump tried to do some stuff with the USMCA, it, I don't know if it was an extension thereof or therefrom, he did make sure that it was the United States, Mexico, and Canada, three sovereign nation states that were independent, but the Biden administration from under the Obama administration, that was an extension of the Bush administration, Obama is related to George w bush george hw bush he's a Habsburg. his mom is ann dunham uh she's old english german she's white you know uh we've been played the fools in any number of ways where these individuals are not representing americans they're not representing even canadians or mexicans they're representing the old world royal families from europe europe has become again rome it has become okay. Extrapolate from you know what the history and things that you know into where we are now and the future. What's the plan? Where are we going? What's up? Well, it's one world government, and to treat us as you know property, to where we are not independent sovereigns in our own right, uh, as in a republic. To what uh, they, end? Why? To, why? Why do they to, care? To be able to do what they're doing now, which is what, which is whatever they want. Like and to lie to us even about you know COVID and the vaccine, which isn't a vaccine, it's gene therapy, et cetera, et cetera, to where we are subjects, we are property, we are not people, we are no better in their mind than cattle. We are a commodity. We are not free, independent thinking people. Well, is there we a way have... out? I mean, you know, is there some process or paperwork? See, this is the one thing that I have. You know, I, I, you know, I get tired of all this process stuff and how and who and then what doesn't matter. It's their intent. If they have the intent to do something, they're going to freaking do it. And they'll, you know, but word process and well, but even gymnastics to that point, with phrases of whatever to do it. Even to that point, going to intent. And I think that's very important. And I'm glad you raised that is that Cecil Rhodes, 
who set up and took over and created Rhodesia in South Africa with his own private army, who was an agent of the crown, who eventually turned Rhodesia and De Beer diamond mines and more over and a bunch of other copper and other mines in South Africa, turned them over to the crown. And his intent in his will from 1877 was to restore and reclaim the United States as the lost colony to the British. And he didn't say German, but it is German. Uh, the, the Windsors are German. The Bushes are German. And nothing against Germans, because this isn't about you, know, you and I and, and everyday people or, or individual citizens or even groups of people. This is about royalty and the bloodlines and their lineage and what their design is on the world, which is to tell us what to do, to bend a knee and bow your head and do exactly as you're told or you will sacrifice your life. And people are already sacrificing their life with this, you know, quote unquote, gene. Oh, I wanted to mention that because it's important, too, is the Council on Foreign Relations. Joe Biden's a member. Secretary of Defense, you know, Lloyd Austin's a member. Uh, they have corporate members as well, like Walmart, like the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is a corporate member of the Council on Foreign Relations, which is a secret society. It's a royalist society. It's British. It's not American. They've set up shop here in the United States. They're pretending like they are American. Somehow they are not. Uh, but Pfizer is a member. Johnson and Johnson is a corporate member of the Council on Foreign Relations. It's like Spectre. And like I was saying, Ian Fleming, who was a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, I believe strongly from everything that I know that he modeled the evil empire of Spectre in his novels after the Council on Foreign Relations. And Cecil Rhodes and his intent not only was to reclaim the United States to the crown, but he really liked what the Jesuits did and how they did it. And if you study the Jesuits, and there's some good articles out by Matthew Eret. He's from the CanadianPatriot.org. I don't agree with him on a lot of things. Like, he likes Hamilton. I don't. He likes um, FDR. I don't. Uh, FDR was <clears throat> part of the money trust uh, with Kennedy and others. And they were, I mean, he, he, he issued 3,700 executive orders. That's where he's taking over and legislating. And this gets into the, we've talked about this before, the Administrative Procedure Act of 1947 here in the United States. It was basically the Enabling Act from Nazi Germany, same, same, to where we passed over, uh, broke up the, or, or, you know, did away with the separation of powers doctrine, which it was a founding doctrine here in the United States, coming from Montesquieu, uh, Spirit of the Law, a book he wrote in, I think it was 1748, that identified and, and said we need to separate and keep apart the legislative and the executive and the judicial powers to where this law in 1946-47 actually merged all three of the great powers back together and turned over the legislature and the judiciary to the executive branch to where law enforcement is making the rules and carrying on their own little courts. That's that's martial law. It's been that way since 46, 47, and it's getting worse to where, you know, Joe Biden, who's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, doesn't even have to write executive orders down 
He's just doing it verbally now. That's cray cray. Well, I'm looking at um, a march, and I've interviewed thousands of people, done thousands, tens of thousands of hours over a decade and a half, more, hell, 17 years of this, 18 years of this. Yeah. And it has been clear to me that there has been the positioning of all the pieces, the the psychological uh, conditioning, normalcy, uh, uh, God, what do you call it? Making it um, normalizing. Or, yeah, normalizing, you know, us to, you know, with sitcoms and sci-fi shows and dystopian, whatever the heck, to where now we're like, well, get on with it. We're expecting what, what are you waiting on? And I'm and I'm wondering, you know, have they reached the limit of the conditioning of the people? You know, they got to bring in the space aliens. I mean, you you know they're really desperate. <laughs> well, they, yeah, exactly. You know, when the space aliens come in, you know they're crying your mama. So I'm I'm. But looking- isn't that the fourth wave, which I think William Hancock uh, has, or no? What is it? Um, pale beyond a pale horse. Um, oh, Cooper. Cooper, thank you, yeah. Bill Cooper, has it in his book. Is that's how the third wave was terrorism, and then the fourth is aliens. I'm, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm like, oh, so send, like, send in the clones, you know, the robots or whatever. And look at uh, what they're already doing with um, the uh, Central uh, America, to where the Clintons and Obama, but all spent time in Haiti and McCain in Colombia, setting up this invasion of people from Central and South America <laughs> that we're seeing now. This was all prepositioned at least a decade or two ago. And the, you know, all of a sudden marching, you know, a thousand miles and, you know, showing up all ready to go at the border yeah, and so on. Brand I'm new like, clothes. Yeah. I'm, um, you know, who's funding that? What, 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 what's the goal? I mean, is it as simple Our own as military is actually helping them disperse throughout the United States. To what end? I mean, are they? I and the United States. They hate the the British Crown. Hates our independence. Hates that we are a republic. Hates that we think we can govern ourselves. They want their land and property back, and they and part of that property is us, the people, as their subjects. This is about conquest, and people need to realize that it's war. We are at war. Conquest of what? Of all people of the world. It's not just the United States. This is going on in India, Pakistan, China, Hong Kong. Look, the, the British seized Hong Kong in 1841, which involved uh, the first opium war and the second opium war, to where the Chinese destroyed the British's opium that they were manufacturing and growing in China. And in reparations to resolve the disputes china sacrificed they didn't really like give it up the british took it they took hong kong in 1841 as reparations and the chinese had outlawed the opium and the manufacture of opium in their own country but the british wouldn't have it and then the british used opium like they're doing here that's why mccain was in Colombia. That's why McCain was working with the cartels. That's why his daughter is an extension therefrom, and people need to wake up on this. 
These people do not like the United States. They are in positions of power and trust, and they are acting against our own best interest. And they would like to, if they can, and Elon Musk is making robots. Uh, this gets into, and, and I really want to touch on this because it's important, is the, many of these uh, corporate members of the Council on Foreign Relations and individual members, uh, like Sergey Brin, who started Google. Google is a corporate member of the Council on Foreign Relations. They all have, like Google, Facebook is a corporate member of the Council on Foreign Relations. They all have their own artificial intelligence supercomputers. Think of Skynet. Think of the Terminator. Uh, Elon Musk is making robots, and he's not one of us. He may think he is. People may see him as saying that he's you know sticking up to and moving out of California and getting away from Newsom and yada yada. Um, Arizona is a is a red flag state, and I don't mean you know red state blue state, but um, John McCain was Arizona. Admiral Thad Allen, who was the Coast Guard Commandant who shut down the Gulf, uh, he's involved in all of my stuff. He was the Coast Guard Commandant. He's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, and now he's involved with NASA. I mean, it, it the analogy to Spectre, and I hate to, to use it, Ian Fleming was also a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. This British secret society has done more damage to the United States and the world pretending to be Americans, acting as if they're Americans in seats of public power and trust. They need to be arrested. They need they sheriffs from every county. I mean, almost going back to uh, when they arrested the um, Knights Templar, the head of the Knights Templar in the early like 1100s or whatever it was. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, it's not him, but I'm, I'm joking. Hmm. Uh, to where they arrested the, I think it was a French king that uh, arrested the head of the Knights Templar. That's what's going on right now. They have taken the same ideologies, the same tactics. Uh, they've infused the Jesuits and others to infest and infiltrate the world. And Klaus Schwab's a, a perfect example of that, where the World Economic Forum, where he's made his own private central government or portion of the government. Uh, Rome is involved, the Roman Catholic Church. I was born and raised, went to Catholic grade school. Okay, let's school. not whiz over this uh, Pope thing, man. He has gotten weird. You know, I'm as a Catholic. They've always been kind of weird. Yeah, I but I that. mean, this is, he is, he is hook, line, and sinker in for this deep state, deep church, new world. You need to do it. We're on board of, I get the... You know, I'll say whatever you want me to say to move. There's a lot of Roman Catholics in the world. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they it seemed to just zig high on click heels to whatever he says as they're supposed to, I guess. But I got an arch archbishop came out just uh, last week or so calling BS on it. He actually used the terms deep state and deep church. And I'm going, whoa. And he was he was famous for outing some other Catholic Church scandals in the Vatican and stuff before. So pedophilia. Yeah, I mean all you know, you know, the long list of and, and it's also, you know, control, money, suppression of information. Well, and it's central secrets. power though, and that's one of the edicts or doctrines that our founders were against and they wanted separation of church and state where you got the New York governor, the new one, um Hockle, 
uh, coming out and she's got videos of her as a minister telling people that they should get the shot for the state. And it's like, what? I'm, um, I'm looking forward to a solution. You got any for me? Now, is there, yeah, now, it's about need... stick. You, you got to stick up for your fellow man, regardless of, of what's going on or who they're involved. Like having, um, the department of Homeland security and like that gets into the TSA. It was named the transportation safety administration before it became the transportation security administration, you know, going to South park and more, um, humor is always a good one. Uh, but people need to get informed, get educated, get involved. Uh, we are supposed to be the last arbiter over our own government. And if we don't do anything or not enough, then, and I hate this saying is, you know, we deserve the government that we get. And I, I, I hate that because a lot of people are just ignorant. They don't know anything about, they, they, they've been trained to say, I don't get into politics. I don't talk about politics. I don't want to, sorry, I don't, you know. And it's like, no, 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 we should be able to, and we must be able to speak about these things civilly and not, you know, you can get heated and argue and back and forth. But in the end, you know, uh, what's the old saying is, um, or the old adage of, uh, I may not agree with you about what you have to say or your ideologies or whatever, but I will fight to the death for your right to say whatever the hell you not want. Not anymore. No, nope. uh, hell free no. Harry said free phrase. speech is not, you know, what it's cracked up to be. I'm it's um, overrated. You know, there's so many um, violations of everything America stands for. And I go through the news. I'm sitting here looking at it now. And it's uh, the questions abound, but it always comes down to, you know, the main one, which is, you know, what authority in people's minds do they have for their own life? You know, that was what was the government's role, certainly in the American experiment, was that the purpose of the government was to protect the individual's rights. And that was the reason they existed. If it didn't do Limited that. Limited government. Well, is there such a thing? I mean, it's like an oxymoron to even say that. You know, a limited government. When does governments get limited? You know, I try to think of a government that felt it was limited to do social and economically engineered, engineer everybody. I'm just like, you know, when does that happen? So my question is, let me finish, is the people in their minds have to claim ultimate sovereignty. They have to, you know, I am in charge of me or my family. Right? I... I and the conditioning for that, well, how do you have your permit for that or your COVID tracing thing or does your pat, your vaccine passport or your travel? I mean, it's gotten to where all of these industries, everything is so integrated, even private charter flights. You know, I'm hearing all kinds of stories and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I'm going, all right, it's a general public opinion thing. To what? If you were to try and convince people that all this stuff was allowed to happen because they allowed it and they should take on the, the eye of the tiger and grit the teeth of the, in support of what? You know, the people need to change their mindset on what? And you can rattle off all kinds of different individuals and organizations, secret handshake clubs, 
But, I mean, it basically comes down to, I don't give a crap what alphabet soup agency you got, you know, saying it. You know, Fauci, whoever the hell he is. You know, we, we've been covering Fauci for, God, six years. You know, Dr. Judy Mikovits comes on every week. Right. And she's just like, you know, the scumbag, 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 scumbag of scumbags. You know, and then I'm going, okay, then what? Then the people go, oh, but he has a shiny badge, and the president says, and now we're going to, you know, give up our souls to the devil. So I'm, if you were to, you know, of all the things that you've discovered and you know in the processes of all this crap, you know, what's the suggestion or requirement of the people to get out of this? People need to say no. I mean, I hate to say Nancy Reagan was right because I'm not a big fan of Ronald Reagan, who was knighted by the crown and did all kinds of other stuff. If you look at even uh, his amnesty and what he did, Biden's doing the same thing, and they are uh, tied to each other at the hip and to the crown. But most importantly is rules don't govern us. We have law, and that's where people need to understand, like separation of powers. Fauci cannot make law he's not supposed he's law enforcement he's part of the executive branch he's one of these departments and that's that gets into a lot of it all these departments that make rules they are like minister or, or or ministries he's like a minister in uh a kingdom in an extension of the crown and people need to step up and i hate to say that you know like we're sovereigns in our own right we're like the king and or queen and that's why they hate us because they think that we're not equal to them but in a republic we are as individuals but we live in a common law country that whatever is done to one of us is done to all of us and that gets into christian principles and doctrine i didn't think of that common law when they say common they mean everybody well it's the courts like if if they did if a decision comes out from the court which is judge made law and we're not supposed to go by that we're supposed to go by you know, legislature where elected representatives, directly elected representatives, and a lot of these aren't anymore. Stacey Abrams is a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. And look what she did involving the elections. Our founders used to know who was involved in elections. They used to know who was elected. They used to know who owned and controlled a corporation and their behaviors and what they were doing. We don't anymore. We're, we're uneducated about our own government and how it's supposed to work. How can we make sure that it works properly if most people don't even understand? If you went out on the street and talked to people about the separation of powers, where it came from, what it is, most people would not know. But with that said, it doesn't take most people to handle this. It's three to 5% of the population that basically runs or controls or pushes the government in one direction or another. So to be awake, and I hate that term, to be enlightened would be a better one, or aware of what's going on and to make changes, it doesn't take a lot of people. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the, the lubrication or whatever. To it, If you see this and when people wake up and they start pushing back, uh, things do change. They back off because it's like, oh, crap. Uh, people know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, they just they... lifting the hammer. You know, I had this described to me. The reason I use this um, word picture is because I remember it was in the mid-90s, and it was after Soviet Union had fell, and everybody's like, okay, where's the peace dividend? We're in war again, and blah, 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 blah. 
And uh, this one guy came and made a presentation at the Arizona Breakfast Club. It's been going on for 40 whatever years. And he comes in and he, and he you know, used a phrase, you know, they're watermelons, green on the outside, red in the middle. You know, this is a Marxist communist takeover used in environmentalism as their new flagship, blah, blah, blah. Well, it all turned out to be true. But um, but but that's only a front group. It's the crown that's behind it all and pushing it. They they introduced communism into China. They introduced communism into Russia. It was the, the crown, the British German crown that messed with the French Revolution and gave us three Napoleons. They're the ones who gave us Hitler and sponsored him. Disney funded the brown shirts. I mean, Disney is also a corporate member of the Council on Foreign Relations. Well, you know, the point I was going to make with uh, you know, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. But um, um, the main thing you were saying about the melons and um, green and red and communism and. Well, the you green, know, I, there was something agenda. that he um, kind of, what was it? I, I, I use a lot. Anyway, the, the point green is. Agenda. Yeah, it's lost. But the yeah, uh, um, here we have people that come out early on and was given us the, the, the goal and their method and their tried and true mechanism by which they, they do this stuff. And you go, okay, to what end? You know, they're, they're wanting, you know, they, them, those are going to take. And then that presupposes that Marxism and Russia and China and all these guys are a tool weapon or at least arm in arm with all these other guys. And I keep, you know, getting mixed messages. Is it, you know, uh, NATO, you know, for lack of a better. Yeah, they're starting to use the word NATO a lot. NATO has taken well, over, got yeah. a base. Ah, ah, let me finish. NATO's yeah. got a base in Norfolk now. And I'm going, yep. well, that doesn't make me feel any better. And then I was going, well, then was it United Nations after? And then somebody said, no, NATO's over United Nations. Exactly. Okay, explain that. Well, no, that's like uh, 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 Norfolk, one of our, you know, sent, you know, think of all the other things that are in the area, CIA and more, FBI, et cetera. Um, it, it's, it's owned and controlled and being run by NATO, not that they have uh, head, headquarters or a base there. And they're, they're setting us up for world war, which is part of this depopulation, not just the, um, I hate to say the virus, but the uh, pandemic, I guess, for want of a better term. Uh, this is about, and they want to, this goes to the Georgia Guidestones. Look at what's gone on in Georgia. Stacey Abrams, she's from there. She's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. The Georgia Guidestones are there. Jekyll Island, which created the Federal Reserve, is in Georgia. It's off the coast of Georgia. Uh, there's something out of Georgia, but they want to depopulate the world. They want to do away with 90 some odd percent of us. If you want to go to 95, 98 percent. For what reason? Because they they love the earth or hate us or keep they're... going. All of the all of the above. They are eugenicists. They've had this. They've done this. This goes back to like even medieval Europe. They had the same. They felt that the world was overpopulated even then. Instead of doing things to get us off the planet and out into space and take the population and, and use it to you know spread mankind, they're trying to depopulate any... I mean, they're basically, it's Cain and Abel. They're trying to take out any sign of good 
or anyone who would stick up for public interest or for their fellow man and then have this group of, for want of a better term, these guys are evil. They're Satan worshipers, some of them, not all of them, but a good a good majority. They do not, they have no empathy. They have no, it, it, it's, uh, they, they want to get their seed, their line, their side of things where it's about control and they own and control and run everything. You have no input. I mean, even um, Philip Bobbitt, this is a book I think I talked to you about way back, The Shield of Achilles, War, Peace, and the Course of History. He talks in there about separating us from our government, which is supposed to be of, by, and for the people, self-governing. He's also a member on the Council on Foreign Relations. Okay, I guess Council on Foreign Relations, you know, they're, you know. Dude, Walmart, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is a corporate member of the Council on Foreign Relations. Okay, where does, um, you know, I've been, you know, trilateral council, I get it. I know Patrick Woodwell. We do yep. a lot of shows. He wrote the books. He kind of, I, I, I get it. But, yep. you know, the World Economic Forum, where, where do they come in? How, how, how does, you know, uh, Schwab, you know, who's in charge of whom? Uh, Schwab is in charge of the whole economic side of things. And if you look at, like, the Roman Catholic Church, and what they did, you know, separation of church and state to an extent, which began in England. It didn't start here in the United States. We took that idea and, you know, took a, a step or two further. Uh, this is where they basically cut up and say, okay, you do this. You can make all the money you want doing that and all the franchises and everything you can set up and construct and schemes or whatever. You're in charge of that and go at it. And we'll do this over here to where. Uh, they've got one group of corrupt individuals running the government. They got uh, another group of corrupt individuals. I mean, it was the the you, the senators from Rome that stepped into and became cardinals in the Roman Catholic Church. There's a really good, and I hate to challenge people's faith and get into that. Christianity, huge. The Roman Catholic Church, huge. But go watch for whatever reason, uh, Caesar's Messiah the conspiracy to invent Jesus. And whether you want to believe it all or not, it does put forth a very convincing tale of history and Titus and Tiberius and the Roman emperors that much of this is all an extension of. You know, give me, just don't throw this at you because you might be have an opinion. Um, there's a story going up later today on Freemus Phoenix that uh, about the Steve Bannon uh, being called before Congress and whether they got the power to compel his testimony. And I'm wondering when that happened. You know, they, he's like, you know, he's in contempt of Congress. We got this McCarthy. new piece of paper that you're not you're doing it right, and you have to, and you can't, and you always. And of course, this is when I get back to intent. If but this in even gets into Martha Stewart and all that, where it was a process crime, where she lied to the police, supposedly. Where okay, they were I'm not talking about her. that. Let me finish. I'm talking no, no, about what I'm saying. That's what they're trying to do to Bannon. Okay, let me finish the question. Sure. Sorry. Congress has the power, I guess, from somewhere or something to compel testimony, or they do. Now, when they did it to Thompson. A, um, a scientist at the CDC that revealed and admitted that whistle blew 
that they destroyed all the documents and then he kept some and, you know, supplied them to Dr. Hooker that used uh, this to show that there was a link to autism and all this other stuff, those problems that they knew. And they did a little, you know, shredding, trash can burning session, but he kept a bunch of copies and put it in his safe, you know, for get out of jail free card kind of, and he felt guilty killing a lot of children kind of thing. So what happened is Congress wants to subpoena him. They go, yep, get your butt up here and tell us that. And then the head of the CDC goes, nope. They're not doing it. They're not you're under your jurisdiction. I say they can't, and they can't because I say so. And they put him in a basement, and he's playing Tetris forever now. Okay? So I'm going, all right. Um, what's their, they, they have the power. They don't have the power. So now they're going to prosecute Steve Bannon for not doing what the CDC said they didn't. And, and see, who the hell are they to say, you know, an employee can or can't? answer some congressional subpoena. So I'm going, what weight do these subpoenas have if they can't compel the testimony of, you know, a whistleblower that, you know, uh, exposed or killing millions of people, these vaccines, a CDC scientist, when they say the science is settled, it was settled with him and his buddies. Now he was like one of five, six, whatever people that did this. And you go, um, uh, I think I want to hear what he has to say. No. Steve Bannon gets up and he goes, I want to hear what he has to say. He goes, I don't want to do it. And they go, well, you have to because we're going to make you. All right, how? Where did this come from? Is this administrative stuff? Have you done the study on the power of Congress, their subpoena abilities, the punishment? They're supposed to go through an Article III judge to enforce that. Um, Not, you know, they don't have their own constabulary. They think that they do. They also think that they can because this gets into like what the Coast Guard did with me in administrative law. They're required to and supposed to uh, any other branch of government is supposed to go through the judiciary for oversight, which we know that's been corrupted. Like I mentioned early on, four or five of the U.S. Supreme Court members are members of the Council on Foreign Relations or Rhodes Scholars. Um People need to understand how our system is supposed to work to be able to even defend themselves. Bannon knows it pretty well, and people that he's connected to and and Trump and others. They're not – I don't think Bannon would be doing what he's doing. And the problem is is that Congress can do whatever it wants because the people are not standing up and being informed and saying, no, you can't do that. Like I was saying earlier with, you know, taking from Nancy Reagan, I hate to borrow from her, but just say no. No. Well, no, I want to no, see what happens. No. I want to see. They go, nah, I'm good. And you go, all right, well, yeah, we're really going to get you. Yeah, I really, really want to see you try. I want to see the mechanism. I want to look at the process that you're doing it, the justification, the precedent. You know, we're going to get discovery. We're going to just do it. And they're like, ah, damn it. I hate when they do that. So but, I'm, I'm wondering. Well, real quick, let me interject is that one thing that's so important, whether you agree with Bannon or not, this goes to those principles and ideals that, no, 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 you're not going after any of us in this fashion if you want to, because that gets into Privy Council, Star Chamber, uh, you know, basically what went on in medieval Europe where they could charge you with how you lived your life, prosecute you for that, and then execute you for it. That's how bad administrative law is and why our state and federal constitutions were set against 
and created in such a fashion with the separation of powers so that they could not, so that law enforcement couldn't carry on its own courts, whether we're at war or not, uh, to where they not compel without going through an Article Three judge to where there's oversight and there's probable cause and there's notice and there's an actual law that is trying to be enforced. You know, compelling, it's like what I was saying about Martha Stewart, where they're trying to, uh, if they can't get you for something, then they're going to try to, like, like they did with General Flynn. They did exactly the same thing. It was a process crime where they made up like, oh, well, you lied to us. Well, it's legal now for the police to lie in the interim of an investigation or in the midst of an investigation. How is that? We're not paying attention to all the stuff that's going on that's allowed them to get to this point. And people just need to start and they need to be willing to you know, I guess take, I don't want to say take a bullet, but, you know, uh, uh, take the hit and say no and take the consequences. Okay, well, I'm wondering, they're going to, the fact that they're, this is my simple question. There is a mechanism by which they are trying to compel Steve Bannon to go to Congress. Do they have that authority? And you said. No, administrative subpoenas and actions have no weight. Period. Okay, well, they're going to try and say they do. What's their argument going to be? They're going to step forward with all kinds of case law here, there, a little piece over here, and try to support it. But at some point, it's going to fall on its face. Like, you remember, um, I'm trying to think of her name. I think it was April something. She was talking about, like, in um, Freedom to Fascism, America, Freedom to Fascism, uh, Aaron Russo, his film. And her thing was, show me the law, show me the law, because they've done this. They've used court decisions to create law. And that's not how our system's supposed to work. Law is supposed to be legislated by our elected representatives, not by judges. And you hear the old adage of, you know, judge made law. Uh, These activist judges, they're not supposed to be making no other branch, whether it's the executive or the judiciary is supposed to be making the law. The law is supposed to come from, scary enough, especially with Nancy Pelosi in place and in charge and taking, you know, where she's basically taken over the House and has for a long time. Uh, and she's not going to let go of that power. She's maniacal. Uh, and I hate to say that. And Schumer and Schiff and a bunch of these other ones are backing her up. Um, but people need to become better informed. People need to understand how our system is supposed to work and just start saying no. Well, there's a no. lot of noncompliance that's going on. That's been the preferred uh, mechanism for bite me that I've witnessed, and I've been. And other people need to support those I'm, people. I'm I'm glad to see that, but you know, I, I'm I'm looking at some of the words and phrases of certainly Pelosi, Schumer, um, Kamala Harris, Biden. And Kamala kind of warned in the beginning before even the election. No, we know who you are. We're but, coming after. We're going to get some. You know, and well, I'm remember, wondering, let, me quick, let me finish. Well, I, let me finish. I want to know, the question is, Pelosi, I want to know when she says these kinds of things and she is threatening these kinds of actions and the authority that they're claiming, they don't have it. And I'm wondering oh. who's going to enforce what they're, are they calling, do we have to just call their bluff and just keep non-compliance and say, all right, do it. We'll make them say it. Do it. They, 
They're claiming this stuff. Who's giving them the 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 testicular fortitude to even say this stuff? Where are they getting that from? Who's got they have, it covered? Who's got their back? The t- the, and I'm calling it. It's royal Teflon. It's coming from the crown. They believe that no matter what they do, like Bill Clinton's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. What do you think allowed him? Even now he's talking trash uh, still. And he's, you know, on, uh, in a hospital bed or maybe he's gotten out now. Um, but Chelsea Clinton or uh, uh, Hillary Clinton is a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. They are backed by the crown. They know that the crown has their back, that no matter what they do, uh, Stacey Abrams and others, that unless the American people wake up and understand where all this is coming from, it's the same old, same old. It's the same people that lorded themselves over us and that we had taxation without representation and revolts and issues with that. They're doing the same thing. They will go as far as we let them. And until we not just stop and say no, we need to start pushing back and circle the wagons around people like yourself, like myself, like others, who are talking about these things, trying to get the word out to the American people to say, look, if you don't do anything, companies like Facebook have multiple supercomputers. So you're already in a place where you're disadvantaged because this company under Zuckerberg, and he needs to be removed and taken out as far as being the head of this corporation. Yeah, they just changed their name. Well, and true, but at some point you keep doing it until – you get somebody who, you know, even Facebook should be broken up. Well, they're like, already going to do it. You know, Google became Alphabet. Facebook wants to become Metaverse. They're going to do change names. It's like that. Well, that's, but that's what, that's what um, I'm trying to think of. Uh, Eric Prince's company um, became Z eventually, but uh, Blackwater. Not Black, yeah, Blackwater. That they changed the name. And, and where did Blackwater run to after the Iraq war and more? They ran to a kingdom. Where did Cheney take Halliburton KBR to a kingdom? You think there's no like reason for that? You think there's no, no... There's method? See, there's the power. The, it's the power. I, I'm seeing all the positioning of the pieces to do these kind of things. Here we got Pete Buttigieg, whatever. And yeah. what the hell is he? Transportation secretary. Right. He goes, which there is will an important be, position. There will be a s- supply issues as long as there's a pandemic, and there's going to be a pandemic. As long as we don't get everybody to get on board, we're going to make you and take your shot. They are really, really, you know, me think he protests too much. They really want everybody to take this shot. And, and oh, yeah, because they're trying to replace us. They, well, they... well, then what do they do? The people that don't take it are the very people they want to take it. I mean, you know, it's the people go, <laughs> yeah. nah, I'm good. And all they did is eliminate any support that they have. If this has the lethality that everybody's, you know, afraid of, then I'm going, all right, well, then what's going to happen? It's going to be, you know, Chucky Schwab and a couple of friends and and all the pissed off, uh, you know, freedom-minded, liberty, volunteerist, I'm going to whip your ass or ignore you. You know, I I don't think it's like they've been reading their own press. It's like they believe their own bullshit. You know, I'm... I, I'm not really. I, see, I don't. I don't. I don't see that they're that smart. I mean, they may be smart, got a lot of resources, and they think they got sure. a beat on it. And their AI told them to do this, and now's the time, and they better hurry up and pull the trigger and whatever the hell. But they never take into account the human spirit and our love and compassion and empathy 
for other people, for humanity itself, for us to be able to go, no, we're not going to go quietly into that good night. And I don't know what the hell your computer AI has been telling you, but I'm going to come whip your ass, or I'm just going to ignore you, and then when you come make me, I'm going to whip your ass, or I'm just going to ignore you and go somewhere else, and I live on, you know, freaking the asteroid belt. So I'm just... that's and ignore this and turn your back on it and or like like and 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 to that point that may very well they, be the best thing to do say F one, you, and they did, i'm in my canyon of i'm on a whatever i'm not playing after he left office well when dick cheney went to like Vail and other places people showed up at the airport with signs a lot of people and they said dick cheney take your politics and leave we don't want you or your politics here and they turned their back on him. And everywhere he went, they did that. And that's what we need to do to all of these people. But you cannot ignore them. You cannot. It's, it's like saying, well, the Nazis, you know, who cares? Come on. They're, they're, they're just playing around. They're, they're trying to scare people and whatever. It's either no. ignore them or shoot them. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, it, is to, it is to that point to where, because they're going to do it, and they are doing it to us. They are trying to take out. Anyone who is unaware, anyone who is not thinking, anyone who is thinking, anyone who knows their history, anyone who doesn't know their history, that it's upon all of us who know and are aware and do know our history and know where this leads need to start standing up. And it's not just leaving your boots because you're a fireman or a policeman at City Hall, but staying in because if you leave and you walk away... I mean, they need to be saying, no, I'm not taking the vaccine. And it's not because of a medical exemption or some kind of other uh, religious exemption. I'm not taking it because it's a death shot. It's a kill shot. It has graphene oxide in it and all sorts of other stuff. Yeah, I'm just, you know, this, I see more. All right, all right. Let me give you my spiel. Let me express myself. Um you got no, no, kids. Go ahead, like. You got kids dressed up and suited up and wearing the hood and go so they can go hug grandma. Well, I seen the same thing after nine eleven. You know, all of a sudden it was oh, you know, young twenty three year old couple, whatever, with two little kids. You know, one three, one two, something like that. And they're going. You put the shoes in the gray bin for the nice man that's going to feel you up and wand you and all this kind of. You know, it, was, it was conditioning. You know, yep. so now they, they're conditioning them, you know, the healthy. Now it's a hazmat suit. You know, they're conditioning people to be, you know, it's weird shit. So I'm going, okay, what's some of the other stuff? Well, the media is not there to, hell, even lie to you. They just want to demoralize you. Rupert Murdoch that started Fox is a member on the Council on Foreign Relations. Okay, I get British. it. All Council on Foreign Relations. But let me finish. Now, then you have the uh, video of a cop who told them, he, you know, the, the governor to kiss his ass, you know, in Washington, Oregon, wherever the hell it was. And he goes, yeah, kiss my ass. Well, of course, yeah. then what did that do? Did that, you know, create uh, a bunch of other people? That is it, is it uh, inspiring to others to go, you know, we're not doing it? What It's just, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, let's go Brandon, you know, or F. Joe Biden <laughs> or kiss my ass governor or it's stuff that acts a defiance like that, that is the most effective. It's just, you know, it's ridicule and, and humor and memes. And that's one thing they don't like. What? 
little bitty baby bit. And why? Because it 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 um, diminishes their stature. And that's one thing that they care more about than anything else is that the, the shininess of their shiny badge. You know, let me polish this here badge. Oh, yeah, I got a gun, you know. And I'm going, this is where we have the most impact. And it's happening worldwide to where ignoring them. It's the, you know, the passive resistance. It's it's making salt at the seashore Gandhi thing when it's illegal. It's, uh, you know, tell them to get back. I mean, just the ridicule and the ignoring of them is much more powerful than a lot of people give it credit. And they're so worried about price. You know, they can quit. Fire me. Fire me. You know, my youngest daughter's still at Honeywell Aerospace in Arizona, and they're like, December 8th, you don't have the back. You're gone. She's like, well, I'm gone. I mean, she does her religious exemption. They go, eh, we don't believe you. Oh, really? Who is that? Who makes those decisions? This is from, you know, a girl brought up in a Christian family, going to Christian church, and went six years to private Christian school, kind of going, well, we don't believe you. You know, so I'm going, Really? All right. All right. Who gets to make that decision? Who are these people? That's How do they do it? Administrative law as well to where they're 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 being the judge, jury and executioner, which goes back to medieval Europe and the crown and royal families to where we're not following our system. We're not in our system anymore. We're living in this creation from George H.W. Bush, which was NAFTA, North American Free Trade Agreement. Clinton didn't sign that. It was George H.W. Bush. Then his son signed the um, SPP, the Security Prosperity Partnership that created the North American Union. We're now living in something other than the United States, regardless of what Trump tried to do or did do. Uh, They are enforcing, uh, trying to wash away Canada, wash away the United States, wash away Mexico, into this and this gets into the trans texas corridor and all this other stuff where they're trying to run a mile wide uh transportation system and it's one reason why Budigay is in there from panama up through central america through mexico through the united states through canada to the northern passage and companies like american president lines are behind this and george bush is involved in that roosevelt is involved in that etc etc they're driving over us and don't care they're they're basically doing what you're saying that we should do to them is ignore them they're ignoring us they're marching right over us they, uh, have to they ain't ignoring they're making you have to they're threatening you gotta they need our cooperation they gotta have it you know this one thing there's a um uh, uh, uh de blasio in new york is you know you know what we need to, you know, cut cut down the tall trees. You know, anybody sticking up? Yeah, the, poppy the, cropping. That's a George H. W. Bush practice. Okay, so what he's doing? God, let me finish a thought. Sorry. The uh, New York City Mayor Bill De Blasio, De Blasio unveiled okay. a plan Friday to phase out the gifted and talented programs for elementary school students that many educators say discriminate against Black and Hispanic children. Because so any. You know, reason that they would have, yeah, go ahead and bring them in. Any reason they would have a, um, uh, a need to go to government school would be if you got some gifted thing for the smarter one, or why am I here? 
You know, I'm not going to purposely be dumbed down. They go, nope, can't have any of these gifted or special or honor student or advanced placement or, you know, uh, classes. of No, that's, that's racist, okay? So they're done. And I'm going, all right, there is a method. There is a meaning. There is a mission state. There is a tactic. There is a reason for doing that. Now, whether you agree with whether they should do it or not is not even the point. The point is, is that the the mechanism of doing that is going to create a whole other free market outside the system solution and just dumbing down of everybody else. And it's just, and I go, okay, well, if that's obvious, why? I mean, to what end? This is to, you know, I don't even know, don't care, don't want to examine it that much. Screw them. I don't want to be part of that system. Guys, do your own thing. Well, then they come and they say, oh, and you got to pay for it. We need more tax money. It's not working right. We need more, 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 more. Nah, I'm good. I'm ignoring you. I'm, I'm ignoring you paying taxes. I'm ignoring you participating. I'm ignoring you. I'm not in your financial system. I'm ignoring your new GoldmanSucks.gov coin that you got coming. I'm ignoring, I'm ignoring, I'm ignoring. And when I do that, you know, what impact is that? Enough that they freaking don't like it. Enough that they're going to try and make me. Enough they're going to hunt me down and the unvax, you know, must die. And I'm looking at, okay, of course that's their intent. You know, I know their intent. They will find a way with their intent to do what they intend. So the administrative law stuff, that's where you come in. we got to wrap it up here. i got my next guest waiting. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm looking at, okay, um, the mechanisms that they're doing. I see all this executive order, congressional subpoenas, and mandates of whatever. They're just freaking totalitarian regimes just throwing their weight around. So I'm going, all right, is there a chink in the armor other than just ignoring them and I don't give a crap what they say? What is it? Mr. Eric Schein, you know, the perfect I know, you know, what they're doing. We just change and fill out this form differently or whatever. You better get on it because their intent is to enslave the planet. And I don't know anything else other than you either got, you ignore them or you shoot them. I mean, which one is it? You know, how is there some, I'm going to do battle with them in their court with their referees and their sportscasters on the field. Hell, I'm the guy with the rainbow wig in the end zone, you know, screaming John 316 or something. I, you know, I just, you know, throwing peanuts and selling whatever the hell. So I'm just, I, I, you know, skip to the end, man. You know, what's your solution? Can you hear me? Yeah, go. Yeah, no, no, you cut out. I had to reestablish the connection or whatever. So I wasn't sure. Um, Hey, you know, it is to the point of getting to, um, I don't want to say shooting them, but people need to understand who and what they're up against and not ignoring it. It's not going to go away. This has to be confronted at, at, at every stage and every place. Yeah. I confront them with person. a big fat. No. Okay. Well, that's a start. Next a start. Next. Then what? Yeah. And then we need to, and I've said this for a very, very long time, our own congressmen, and senators and representatives and defend circle you know one of the things that happened uh, in civil war and or before was that slavers from the south would go up into the north and grab black freemen and bring them down to the south and their slaves and uh, un until fellow citizens 
circled the wagons around their fellow man who happened to be black and they knew him and they liked him and or loved him and he was a neighbor and they said no and it wasn't just saying no it was doing no and and standing behind and not just one person like tenement square you remember that the the tank guy right who stood mm-hmm. in front of the tank and stood there and said no and he got run over but a lot more people are looking to that and saying you know what we're that tank guy now it, it's upon us all of us not just one individual or individually we have to stand against this and create a different end now because these people are not going away they've been around for a very long time these the, the eugenicists and more have had these concepts for hundreds if not thousands of years and they've been here with us and they've not gone away they've stepped back in and seized power and we need to take it back we i'm to... for chucking the ring of power into the fires of mordor if the if the ring exists bad guys will do any and everything and more than what you are willing to do to get it you know this is you know that's their secret they're willing to step over kill murder maim you know um, blow up any and everything that is in their way to get the ring quit creating and forging rings that's the problem i'm for yeah let's try ignoring them you know have we tried that before you know yeah it's called the 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 mayflower i mean you know it's just just leaving and i'm just damn we're good well is there any place to leave to now either going to mars space asteroids or the ocean or flying or you just find a place or you just sit down to stand up for something, sometimes you just got to sit down. You know, sit down and go, nah, I'm good. You know, I'm just not playing. Well, that is something I got. I think it, I don't know if it Rand Paul said it was attributed to Rand Paul, is that uh, Wednesday, November 3rd, everybody just stay home. Now we're done. We're doing a general you know, walkout, which is what India did, you know, during their British occupation and stuff. They just, yeah. eh, we're done. So will that go a day, two, forever, for not? You know, what are they going to do? Oh, we're going to close down credit. You can't get G.I. Joe with a Kung Fu grip because the ports are stacked up and closed and we're not in something. The people have the power. They just say, no. Now we got the Illinois, Chicago, Illinois police going, no, we're not, we're not taking your jab. We're not doing this mandatory shot. We're not. Then Indiana goes, hey, you guys need a job? You know, come over here. We won't mandate you get vaccines. India, Indiana. I'm like. When the hell is Indiana become all, you know, uh, not going to make you do something? So they'll get that next month. So I go, all right, you know, this is what needs to happen. You know, the actively non-participating, the active, I kiss my butt, the active, I don't care. So I'm, you know, unless you got some great new freaking magic piece of paper, Eric, I'm for non-compliance, you know, as the solution. So. You know, but, what's your piece but, of paper, and then quick, we got to go. Give out your web pages and your final piece of paper, and I got to get to my next guest for being rude. Well, you can listen and apologize for that. Is um, Maritime Matters on WGSO AM 990. We're going to have you on next week. Uh, it's out of New Orleans. It's a legacy station that's been around for 75 years. It could use help and support. Um, 
acta non verba was the uh motto of my academy king's point which is uh latin for deeds not words words are important people need to say no people need to come up with alternative solutions but they need to act upon all of that and stand behind it just alone or by themselves because people are looking for leaders and people need to step up to the plate like uh, travis tritt i think the um I think you had it on your uh, Freedoms Phoenix uh, about what he's doing and others about, you know, look, I'm not going to play at venues. And and music is powerful. Um, Speaking out is powerful. Getting involved is extremely powerful. And they're counting on us to ignore them and do nothing. All of these people need to be removed from where they preside as far as government officials, corporate officials, et cetera, corporation and I'll end on this. The corporation is one of the things that our founders stood against when they fought the the crown. It was their corporations, like the East Indies Corporation and more, uh, even what Cecil Rhodes did in Africa with the uh, British, uh, I want to say South African corporation or company, um, that pushed a lot of these issues. And Because what they're trying to do is take the administrative state from the nation state dissolve the nation state and the new state of affairs is the corporate state where the corporation makes the rules and you either abide by them or you don't get to participate. It's like the net with Sandra Bullock where you're cut off. All right. Go ahead and give out your webpage real quick. We got to go. All right. Well, I just go to W, uh, GSO AM 990 it has a lot of the information and stuff there. Uh, podcast streaming uh, Wednesday, uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, be on there tonight, uh, six o'clock or five o'clock um, Central Standard Time, seven o'clock Pacific Time. The show is Maritime Matters. My name is, of course, Eric Shine. Thanks for having me on, Ernie, and I look forward to having you on my. Program. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk. We'll yeah, we'll get what for. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, man. You know, I'm sorry we got to go, but we went long and, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, you win. All right. Thanks. We'll be right back next. Trump Report, Dr. Frank Camperi. We're starting it up right, not later. We'll be right back.